Welcome to the Dew of Heaven service with Reverend Brian Krumah. Reverend Brian Krumah brings you powerful and practical teachings of the Word of God, which is able to save your soul. Reverend Bright currently pastors the Bronx North Branch of the Kodesh Family Church in New York City, a church full of love, joy, and enthusiasm for the Lord. We pray that this message brings hope and light to your life. Listen and be blessed. We are thankful. We are grateful. We thank you, Lord, for a victorious year, a year of a series of victories. We thank you, Lord, for giving us the victory. Father, as we have come, we avail our hearts to you. We pray, O oh Lord, that you minister to our hearts. Speak to us in the name of Jesus. Give us of your spirit to guide us in the sharing and receiving of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Clap your hands together for Jesus and you may be seated. wonderful well I mentioned to you that um, this year we will talk a lot about faith and last year last week I began sharing with you about why faith is important and I explained to you that um, in our assessment of our activities, in our daily assessment, we tend to not include all the things that pertain to our lives. That our lives, for everyone, consist of the things which are seen and the things which are not seen. Amen. Amen. And the things which are not seen, though you do not see them, they equally affect you. And seriously affect you. They affect your life. Whether you like it or not. Whether you believe it or not. The things that you cannot see. Affect you. Amen. 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 And the things that we cannot see. We believe that they exist. By faith. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So we believe that those things exist. By faith. And so it makes faith very important. It makes faith very important. And this year is our series of victories. A year of a series of victories. Hallelujah. I say it's a year of a series of victories. 2019 is your year of a series of victories. It's a year that you overcome the enemy on every side. You have victory upon victory upon victory amen. amen victory can only come when there are batteries if there are no fights if there are no wars we can talk about victory and so if we are going to expect victories we cannot stay home and just sit down and say we are victorious if you don't go to war you can say you are victorious so we should expect that the enemy will attack us but we have the confidence that we are victorious. We are conquerors. And more than conquerors. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says what is in you is greater than what is coming to attack you. Do you understand? So if the thing that is in you is greater than what is coming to face you, then you have the confidence that you can overcome it. Can you imagine that a country whose name starts with G says they are going to war with America? America. 
Is it? First of all, they are hungry. The people are hungry already. Do you understand? So, there is a lost battle already. Do you understand? Hunger alone can kill you. So, when a country like that is coming to attack a country like America, they have the confidence that they are victorious. That is the analogy. That is how you are as far as the enemy is concerned. You are like a giant and the enemy is like an ant. It says, what is in you is greater than what is in the world. Hallelujah. What is in you is greater than what is in the world. That is why you are victorious. Amen. Now, how are we going to receive this victory? How are we going to have the victory? Is it important that we know how we are going to receive the victory? 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4. It says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. What is it? Even our faith. Even our faith. He says the victory that overcomes the world is our faith. So he says whatsoever is born of God. Whatsoever. It didn't say whoever. He said whatsoever. So anything that pertains to you that is born of God overcomes the world. Anything that you dedicate to the, the Lord overcomes the world. Amen. That is why he says what is in you is greater than what is in the world. Because you overcome the world. Amen. So whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And how? And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. So the Bible is saying anything in the world that you are trying to attain or overcome, your key weapon is your faith. Amen. Your key weapon to overcome anything in the world is your faith. Now, it's not always that God points something to us directly to be the answer. Do you understand? If you have worked with God for some time, you realize that it's not always that he will point that this thing is the, this is the answer. This is the thing. Do you understand? Like Samson, for instance, when, you know, the people were trying to find out where his strength lies. You know, he was directing them to so many things. They didn't know, but when they found the key, when they found that the strength is in the head, that was it. So it is always a great thing when you receive the key, when you have the weapon, when you identify the key. And here, God is identifying for us. God is showing us what is the key. He says the key weapon, the key weapon that when you have that key, you can overcome anything in the world is faith. It's your faith. Hallelujah. It's your faith. Amen. Catherine Kuhlman puts it this way. She said, everything that God has for his children, he puts within the reach of faith. Everything that God has for his children, he puts it within the reach of faith. That means as long as faith can reach it, that thing is within your reach. Amen. Oh, if you are clapping, clap properly. If you don't want to clap, let me continue preaching because I can't pause for your clap and you are not clapping. 
Because I'm preaching. Amen. Amen. She said, too many people, are you listening? She said, too many people, however, she said, too too many people, however, faith is still their own ability to believe a truth. You see? It says, faith is their own, I want you to listen very carefully, the message that I'm sharing with you today. He said, to many people, faith is still their own ability to believe a truth. And it's merely based on their struggles and their ability to drive away doubt and unbelief through a process of continued affirmations. There is a belief in faith, but faith is more than belief. Amen. So what she's saying is that, you see, a lot of people feel, if I can remove the doubt, if I can get rid of the doubt, and I make myself believe it, that is faith. Isn't that so? You see, so you are always, how many of you feel you are always struggling? Struggling to believe, struggling to have this faith that can give you answers to everything. Faith that can break every stronghold. Yes. And you feel that I have to believe. And you are making yourself, you are telling yourself, believe it. Do you see? You are telling yourself to believe it and you still can believe. You realize that you believe it, but there's still some small doubt. Still some small doubt. Because you look at the situation and then you look at the solution. It is too big. And, but you want the belief, you want the faith, the belief to make this thing happen. But you realize that the thing is not happening. And that is the reason why many things don't happen for us. That is the reason. That is the reason. The reason is because faith is impacted by the Holy Spirit. Faith is impacted by the Holy Spirit. You can make faith for you. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You cannot, you cannot, you are human. You see things. You see reality. You can't overlook the reality. Do you understand? You can't overlook, you can't, you can't, you can't overlook the fact that there are many people interviewing for the job. Though you want the same job. You can't close your eyes to the fact that there are many people who qualify more than you. But you want something to make you be the one to be selected. Do you understand? That is the faith you want to have. Meanwhile, there's something else also telling you that there are many people who qualify more than you. And so now it makes the faith Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So back to the scripture. It says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. Even our faith. So faith is very important for us to have. It's the greatest key for us if we are expecting a series of victories in this year. Our focus this year must be on faith. How do we get this key? How do we get faith? 
How do we acquire faith? How do we maintain the faith that will continuously give us victory? How? Amen. Because it's very important. Hebrews 11 and verse 6, it says, But without faith, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must first believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder. He rewards those who diligently seek him. Without that key, without that key, it's impossible to please God. And if you are not pleasing God, you can't expect to have series of victories. Amen. Amen. So you can see that we really need faith. Amen. If you don't have faith, you cannot receive anything from God. You cannot receive anything from God. Hallelujah. That is why you have people serving God, the same God with whom all things are possible. The same God with whom everything is possible. Yet, you have several humanly impossible situations that you have not seen the hand of God in. It's because you don't have faith. And as a result, you are not pleasing him. Amen. You come to church, but you don't have faith. You come to church, you sing, you pray, but you don't have faith. You dance in the church, but you don't have faith. You sing in the church, but you don't have faith. You preach, but you don't have faith. Amen. You don't have faith. Many people are in the church, but what is really keeping you in the church, what is really bringing you back and bringing you back, it's not faith. It is not faith. You have to ask yourself, why are you serving God? Are you serving God because of what you want from him? Are you serving God because of what you expect him to do for you? Or are you serving God because of what he has done for you? And for many people, you realize that. When God does something for us, we don't see you anymore. There are so many people, God has blessed you with a job and we don't see you anymore. So it's not faith that is keeping you. There are many people also, you are afraid of losing something and that's why you are here. It's not faith that is keeping you. Many people also, you are afraid of what God will not do for you. Or you are afraid of, or you are expecting God to do something for you. And that is why you are here. And the sign of that, the symptom of that is that when that thing is done, we can't find you. We can't find you. There are many people, when certain things happen, you, happen to you, you treat us as if, as if we have done something even wrong to you. You live unceremoniously. So what is keeping you here is not faith. Amen. I said what is keeping you here is not faith. Because you see, God can give you anything that you want. Anything that you want from him, you can receive it. And at the same time, he can take away what he has given you. Anytime. He can take away what he has given you. What will continue to keep you is your faith. Hallelujah. 
It is your faith. So when God has taken what he has given you, will you continue to serve him? Will you continue to serve him? When something is so dear to you and God takes it away from you, will you continue to serve him? Hallelujah. Many people leave the church when they find husbands. When they get married, they leave the church. When they get a good job, they leave the church. They don't need God anymore. Many people leave the church when they travel to America. You can't find them. They leave the church. So what is really keeping you serving God is not faith. Amen. And many people also continue to serve God because of what they want from him. Many people are in the church because they want a good husband. They want a good wife. They want a Christian husband. They want a Christian wife. Many people are in the church because they want a job. They have been struggling and they can't get a job. And you are believing God for a job. Yeah. Many people are in the church for what they want from God. And people who leave the church when these things are not necessary, when these things are not needed, you can see. You can see that they feel they are doing well and they don't need God for any of these things. And that is why many people are also not in the church because they don't need God for this. What will keep you serving God is faith. Amen. That is what will keep you serving God. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 38. It says, now the just shall live by faith. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Habakkuk 2.4. It says, but the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. You will live by your faith. It means that without faith, you are dead. The just shall live by his faith. Not your pastor's faith. Not your shepherd's faith. Not any person's faith, but by your faith. That is how you are going to live. Amen. I can believe God for so many things for you, but the just shall live by his faith. Amen. Amen. By your faith. That is how you will live. That is how you will survive. That is how you will continue to serve God. I can believe God for so many things for you and you will receive them. But to live and to live for God, you can only do that by your faith. By your faith. And it's not that which you force yourself to believe. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. By your own faith. If you don't have that faith, you are dead. So what keeps bringing you back to church? Ask yourself, what is it that keeps bringing you? Is it faith? Is it faith? Or is it what you can get from God? Abraham, God saw that Abraham kept following him. He kept following him. He told him, leave your, your, your family, leave your household, leave everything and follow me to a place where I will show you a land that he did not know. And he kept following him. 
Everything God told him, he was doing it. Mind you, when God met Abraham, he was how old? 75 years old. So a 75 years old man, he had no child. So was it because of a child he wanted that he was following God? He kept following God and following God and following God. Amen. And God gave him some promises. And the promises were nice. Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1. Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1. Look at these promises. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken. He says, now, no, okay. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee. And thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. Come on. It says, next. And I will bless them that bless thee. And curse them that curse thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Verse 4. It says, so Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed out of Hebron. He was 75 years old when he left his people, when he left his country. And following this God, who was leading him to a place that he did not know. So was it because of these promises? Was it because of what God has promised him? But he continued to follow him. At the age of 99 and his wife about 90 years old, there was still no child. And he was still following this God. And still trusting him. Amen. At the time that he knew himself that there is no potential to have a child. There is no way that he could have a child. Neither would his wife. Because his wife, he says, he has ceased doing the manner of women. The things that women do, she has ceased. You know what I mean. Don't let me say something. Please. It is ceased. It's dry. Sarah was dried up. All the eggs were finished. That he knew in himself that this is it. He continued to follow God. He continued to follow God. So God finally gave him a son at almost 100 years old. At age 100 years old, God gave him a son. When it was impossible, God gave him a son. Yet Abraham continued to follow God. Did he follow God because of the promises? Perhaps. So God decided to now take this son away and see. Let us take that son away and see if you will still follow God. Let us take that husband away and see if you will still follow God. Let us take that job away and see if you will still follow God. So God said, let's take this away and see. And the man was happily offering this son that God promised him. He says, you'll be a father of many nations. He says, is it this Eliezer that is going to inherit all these promises? He says, no. There'll be a son out of thy own loins. So God said, let's take this son from him and see. And he was willing 
what is keeping you serving God? What is keeping you following God? Is it what he has given you or are you afraid of what he will take from you? What is keeping you serving God? Amen. So small job, small living job. You have left God. You have moved to Ohio. We can't find you. We don't know where you are. Small job. Small interview that they didn't take you. Say, God has let you down. God has disappointed you. And so you are not coming to church for three months. Let God beg you to come. What keeps you bringing you back? Amen. Job. Job did not serve God because of the wealth. Because of a beautiful family. Because of what God has given him. That is not the reason why Job served God. Because God can let you lose everything that he has given you. And you will see. The Bible says Job lost everything. He lost everything. Including his children. He lost everything. Then the devil struck him with sores right from his head to the feet. Every part of his body. The Bible says there was a point in time that he was scraping his skin with a broken piece of porcelain, like a plate, broken plate. That is what he was using to scrape himself like this. Sauce all over. Boils all over. Amen. His situation was pitiful. One day his friends, three friends, in Job chapter 2, I believe verse 11 or 12, Job chapter 2, 11, let's see. Three friends, they came to him. Job chapter 2. Now when Job's three friends heard of all this evil that was come upon him, they came everyone from his own place. Eliphaz the Temanite, and Bildad the Shushite, and Zaphor the Namathite, for they had made an appointment together to come to mourn with him and to comfort him. Do you see? They have come to comfort him, to say words of comfort, to mourn with him. You are our friend. We are there for you. Don't worry, we will support you. We will be with you. So they have come to be with him. Then the next verse, it says, And when they lifted up their eyes afar off, and they knew him not, they looked far, when they were coming, they saw someone. They could not recognize him. He said they knew him not. They lifted up their voice and wept. They lifted up their voice and wept. And they rent everyone his mantle and sprinkled dust upon their heads towards heaven. What have you been through? What have you survived? His own friends, they couldn't recognize him. So now look at verse 13. He says, so they sat down with him upon the ground seven days and seven nights and none spake a word unto him. They were just looking at him like this. Seven days and seven nights. They couldn't open. They look at his situation. They look at him. He was, they, they couldn't say a word to him. Seven days, seven nights. They were just sitting there looking at him like frozen. That was Job's situation. He says, for his grief before, he says, 
The next verse, before that, he says, For they saw that his grief was very great. He, his grief, his, his sorrow, his, the sadness, the situation, the gravity of the situation was very great. Very great. They couldn't say a word to him for seven days, seven nights. Just looking at him. His wife, in Job chapter 2, verse 8, go to verse 8. His wife saw how they have lost everything. The money, the houses, the parties, the children, the friends, the good life, the jewelry that she had. Everything was gone. He saw this once great man of the east. They say that there was no one greater in the east than Job. His wife, when she was working in town, it was not easy. Job had camels. Camels those days were like Mercedes Benz. Job's wife, when she's going to the market, she sits on Mercedes Benz. Camels. She was married to the greatest man in the whole of the east. She saw the once great man in a very wretched situation. In a very uh, once great husband. In a wretched situation. Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thy integrity? Will you retain your integrity when something like this happens to you? Would you still retain your integrity? Remain, you say retain your integrity means to continue to be who you were, the way you were relating to God, the way you look upon God, the way you serve God. Would you continue to retain your integrity if you go through something like this? The wife said, curse God and die. Curse God and die. How can this same God leave you in a situation like this? You see, you have no idea the meeting that is going on around you. Can God put you on a bet? Can God bet with the enemy and say, take this from him. You will see that he will still serve me. Can God take that bet from you? Take this from him. He said, curse God and die. Curse God and die. And then Job, look at Job. Listen. Job, but he said unto her, thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. That is what you should say. Sometimes people say to you, you have church, 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 church. Look at you. You have to say to the person, you speak like one of the foolish people. Is it you, you 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 are living with someone and he's you he's paying the rent and so you are there and then he said you every instead of going to work and contributing to the rent you are always church 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 you won't go to work and you I'm paying all the rent look I don't go to church but I'm the one that you say you speak like one of the foolish people take your apartment I am going and then come and talk to me <laughs> and then come and talk to me. So you speak like one of the foolish people. Is it, is it because of church that you came to this country? Church, 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 church. Tuesday, church. Friday, church. 
Sunday church. Church, church, church. What does the church? What does the church? He said, You speak like one of the foolish people. He said, But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? You say, What? What can you talk like that? How? Thought you were a wise person. Shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. What have you survived? What have you been through? What is keeping you coming back, going and coming? What is keeping you serving God, back to back serving God? What is keeping you? What is keeping you? Amen. Listen to Job's, one of his famous faith-filled statements in Job 13, verse 15. Job 13, verse 15. He says, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. But I will maintain my own ways before him. Will you maintain your own ways before God? Will you maintain your own ways when you feel slain when he allows you to be touched when he has withheld this from you when you have lost that job would you still maintain your own ways when you don't have the job would you still come to sing for him when you don't have that marriage that you have been praying to him for would you still come and sing for him when you have been disappointed you say I prayed about this I prayed about that why should God do this to me? He says, but I will maintain my own ways before him. I will continue to pray to him. I will continue to sing to him. I will continue to dance before him. Though I am not married, I will continue to dance for him. Though I am single, I will continue to dance for him. Though I remain single, I will continue to dance for him. Though I will remain single, I will continue to dance for him. What is keeping you? Many of you, many of you, there's a reason why you follow God. There's a reason why you follow God. Many people, many Christians, many Christians, some fear is keeping you in the church. Fear of your family history. Fear of what your cousins and your aunties have gone through. It's what is keeping you in the church. Yes, you will say that, no, I have been in the church for the, all these years. No one has proposed to me, but I will continue to serve him. I will continue to serve him. You see, you don't know that your service to God is more important than proposal. Your service to God is more important than your marriage. Your service to God is more important than money in your pocket. Your service to God. That you have, you have not, nobody has proposed to you, so you, you won't dance for God anymore. You won't sing for God anymore. You don't have a beloved, so God has let you down. God has disappointed you. God has disappointed you. You have finished, you have your degree, and still no beloved. 
you have your job and still no, no beloved, you have this and no, no. God has let me down. God has let me down. God has disappointed me. What is making you serve God? What is it that is making you serve God? You see, if it isn't faith that is keeping you serving God, I can guarantee you that you are going to withdraw. I can guarantee you. Because that thing comes, it can really take you off. If that thing that you want from God, if it comes, it can really remove you from the place. Yeah. The Bible said, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. By faith shall the just survive. The just will survive. You will live by faith. The just. Amen. Amen. So how do we get this faith? How do we get? Do you want me to show you? I'll give you the answer. And we'll be done. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. I'm giving you the key. What will keep you? It's not by how you remove doubt from your head. And purpose in your heart, I want to believe. I want to believe. I want to believe. I want to believe. I believe. You can't say to yourself, I believe. Because you have said that many times. I'm believing God for this. I'm believing God for that. I'm believing God for this. And you, have, you know in your heart that you don't really believe. Because you still feel the, the possibility of that thing not happening. But when that faith is in you. When that faith is in you, there is nothing that is impossible with God. When that faith comes upon you, there is nothing that you would ask for God that you have any doubt that you are going to receive. He says, when you have that faith, you can say to a mountain, be thou be removed and cast thou into the ocean and the mountain will be removed. You see, do you believe that? You cannot believe that. You cannot believe that. You, you can't even say to this speaker, be moved. Even this speaker. You know that you can. As you are saying, you say, this heavy speaker, how is it going to move? But you can't believe it. So it is not by how you remove the doubt, by working continuously to remove the doubt from your heart, that you say, now I have faith. It is not by that. The Bible gives us the key. It says, so then, faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Hearing by the word of God. That is how faith comes. That is how faith comes. That is how you receive faith. You will continue to hear the word and hear the word and hear the word and hear the word. All you need is one. Then you realize that the word is you. The word has become you. The word is part of you. And then you have that you, you wouldn't know when the doubt went away. You will not know. It's not your working on removing the doubt. It says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. That is why today I am launching our podcast corner. We are launching a podcast corner and it's going to be in that corner. Anyone that corner, anyone who does not have podcasts, you don't have the bishop's podcast. I want you to have it. If you want to continue to serve God, have headphone in your ear constantly hearing. 
constantly hearing hearing he said faith it cometh by hearing you will never receive faith if you are not hearing it is not how you work it it is not how you you purpose in your heart and your mind to remove doubt that i am believing god for a husband i am believing god for a new job there is more to faith than believing Hallelujah. Faith is impacted by the Holy Spirit. It is impacted by the Holy Spirit. And it comes by hearing, by hearing, by hearing. You try it. You will see. And you will see the difference. The difference. Faith, it comes by hearing. So if you are in a church and you are not a person who is hearing and hearing and hearing, I know that it's just a matter of time we are going to lose you. I can, oh, I'm telling you. Because if the things that happened to Job happen to you, and then if comes to say, curse God and die, it is faith that will make you maintain your integrity. It is faith. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So if you are not listening, if you are not listening to messages, you are not a person who is cooking and messages are playing. You are in your bathroom and messages are playing. You are in your car and messages are playing. You see, if you continue to listen and listen, it says, faith cometh by hearing. Not hearing unbeliever songs. Not hearing, not, not, you know, not hearing songs. It's not about gospel songs. It's not like you fill your car with gospel songs that have no exhortation, no biblical basis, no, no word in it. It's not by that. It's by hearing the word of God. The word of God. The word of God. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? That is what the scripture says. It says, if you have faith, the sight of a mustard seed. Seed. When the Bible talks about seed, it's the word of God. It says, a sower went out to sow. So you see, you will listen. You see, you don't, it's not like you listen to one message and then the faith has come. It's many seeds. Many seeds. Many seeds. Anytime a farmer goes to sow, you don't take one seed and sow and then you receive fruits from it. You have to sow many seeds. Many seeds. And hearing and hearing and hearing. Soaking in the seeds. Soaking in the seeds. As you throw in the seeds. Just throw in the seeds. Throw in the seeds. Some will fall by the wayside. Some will fall on a solid ground. Some will fall among thorns. But there will be that word. That word. That will fall into your heart. And when that fall, that word, that one word, that a seed, a mustard seed, the size of a mustard seed, when it falls onto the right heart, when it falls into your heart, that day will be the change. That day will be a transformation in your life. That day you'll be a different person. That day. It, you will change. You will change. You'll be transformed. That day. You will change. When that seed falls on the right heart, that word, that when that word falls on the writer, that is when you can say to a mountain, be moved, and to move. When that faith comes. Our own father, the bishop, he says, he was listening. What transformed him? It's hearing. 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 
Hear it. He says one message. He was playing it and playing it and playing it. You know, one thing that he doesn't talk about that I heard Bishop Ogo talking about one day. He says the, the, the thing that he doesn't talk about that message is that message, he had listened to it for over 10 years. That single message. He says the tape was almost broken. Listen to it and listen to it and listen to it. And just one night, as he was listening, something jumped out of the tape and entered into his stomach. And he says, from today, you can teach. That was the word. That was it. May you also receive that word as you listen. May you also receive that word. May you receive the word that will jump that faith into your heart to transform your life. He says, faith, it cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Hearing by the word of God. That is why every one of you should have the podcast. There is no reason why no one, you have to have the podcast, have the makane. Very easy. And so, you see, when, when, God has, when God has revealed such powerful secrets to a person, you can't help but avail it, make it available. That is why our messages are not for sale. That is why our messages are for free anywhere you are. Anywhere. You don't even need to have internet. If you can drop into somebody's Wi-Fi, it's free. Your neighbor, your neighbor who doesn't put password on his Wi-Fi, just bring your phone closer to his door and just, you are free. You are home. And just keep listening. 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 Many people don't believe God. Many people don't believe God. And we are serving God. We are dancing for God. We are singing for God. We are preaching for God. But we don't believe. Because that faith has not reached here yet. It is not there yet. I'm telling you, it is not there yet. That is why our behavior is a way. That is why many things don't happen our way. That is why we cannot speak about certain things and let it come to pass. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? But when that faith comes in you, and that it comes by hearing. I say it comes by hearing. It is that faith that when everything is lost, you will still stand. It is that faith that when the Lord has blessed you and has built so much for you, so much wealth, when you are married, when you have children, when you have a great job, you will still continue to come. Because when that faith is in your heart, nothing can shake you. Nothing can move you. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. When that faith, as it comes, it comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That is when you receive that faith. That is when you receive that faith. You will never, you see, those of you who don't listen to messages, I can tell you, I can tell you. You don't listen to messages when you come to Church, and we are preaching, you are on your phone, you are texting, and you are WhatsApping and responding to. No word is reaching you. No word. You have no faith. And that is why it is so easy for some of you. You see, when that faith comes, you see, Job said, he says, his the wife asked him, would you still maintain your integrity? That means, would you still maintain this relationship that you have with God? The way you were before, the way you were sacrificing to the Lord, praying to him, going to church, going to the synagogue, doing this, sacrificing on your children, would you still maintain this integrity? He was wondering, she was wondering. He says, you speak like one of the foolish women. 
We don't believe. But we don't have the faith. Amen. Amen. God expects us to increase in the faith. He expects us to do what? Increase in the faith. Amen. Amen. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't want you to now have the faith and it's gone. Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 38. Again. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 38. It says, Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. We are not of them that draw back. Give us the NLT. You have the NLT? I'm revealing to you a very great secret why we encourage you to listen to messages. It says, and my righteous ones will live by faith. But I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. The righteous one, they will live by faith. You will live by faith. By your faith, you will live. I say, you will live. Your victory is your faith. He says, even our faith. That is when you overcome the world. He said, whatsoever is born of God, you ought to overcome the world. You are a born again Christian. You ought to overcome the world. But it's not every born again Christian that has faith. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Because faith is impacted by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit imparts faith on you as you keep listening, listening, listening to the word of God. Sometimes you just have to just put on even an audio. Today, somebody called me and I wasn't surprised. She, he texted me and said, he texted me and said um, he had a dream and the Lord was directing him to read a certain chapter in the Bible. Go and read. And he says, then he falls asleep again and the voice comes again and he says, go and read this chapter. And I said, the Lord wants to talk to him. The Lord wants to talk to him. And I said, I texted him and I said, just listen, you have an audio Bible, just listening to that chapter over and 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 again. Over and over until something jumps into your heart. And I believe that is going to happen to him. And I believe when that happens, that person's life will not be the same. Amen. There's a reason why some people, it's so easy that you didn't come to church. It's so easy. It's so easy that Today, oh, today I'm, I don't feel like going. I don't feel like going. But your story is changing from today. I say your story is changing from today. We are going to have a church filled with faith people. I say a church filled with faith people. Hallelujah. Amen. Develop the art of listening. Develop the art of listening. It will change you. It will transform your life. I tell you, not only will it make you a wise person, it will make you a great person. That when you speak, it shall come to pass. I'm telling you. It is when that, that is the stage when you can come boldly into the throne room of God. You can come boldly into the throne room of God. Because you know what you have. But it comes by hearing. And you receive it as you listen. I say you receive it as you listen. Hallelujah. God has blessed us. I tell you. God has blessed us. What I'm sharing with you, you don't hear it. You will not hear it. You will not hear it other places. You will not hear it. You go to church and go to church and go to church until one day your husband is not going there anymore and then you're also not going. But when that faith is in you, I say when that faith is in you, though your wife says, curse God and die, you say to a foolish woman, I am still serving God. 
when that faith is in you. Many people, all it matters is your husband says, I'm not going to that church anymore. You also not come. Because you don't have that faith. But this year, your series of victories is coming by your faith. I say, it's coming by your faith. Amen. It's coming by your faith. You are going to be faith-filled church. People will come here and they will know there's a difference in this place. They will feel a difference amongst you. Oh, yes. You make my word and do it as, as I'm, I'm sharing with you. Let's do as I'm sharing with you. Begin to listen. 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 You don't have to understand. It's the word of God. Listen. Sometimes you just have to even put the Bible, the audio Bible, and just you are listening to just the word of God. Listen. And it's just plain. It's just plain. And listen. Just playing around you. It drives out demons away from you. I say it will drive out demons away from you. You will sit in the car and you say, I'm getting to my destination. You say, my car is not breaking down. And you will get there. It is when you will say, this man will marry me. And he will marry you. Yes. You say, Lord, I want this man to propose to me. And he will propose to you. But as it is, there's no faith. As you are saying, I want this man to propose to me. You say, but this man, I mean, this one, he looks at this one. It doesn't matter what he's looking at. If that is what you want. If that is what you want, by your faith. Only that you don't go, you, you don't go for somebody's husband. Because that one, the Lord doesn't like it. You see, when you are praying, also pray according to the scriptures. The Bible says God hates divorce. Why do you want somebody's husband to propose to you? Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. But may the Lord fill you with faith as you listen. May you develop a love for listening. May you develop a love for hearing. 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 May the spirit of hearing fall upon you. May you have the heart for hearing. May you have the ears for hearing. May the Lord anoint your ears as you listen. May the Lord anoint your ears as you listen. May the Lord fill you with faith as you listen. In the name of Jesus. Father, fill your church with faith. Fill your church with faith. We declare a series of victory. This comes through our faith. Our faith comes by hearing. We are a church that hears. We are a church that hears your word. He says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Somebody is receiving a miracle. I said, somebody is receiving a transformation. Somebody is receiving a testimony. Somebody is receiving a change. Somebody is receiving a change. A lot of money is coming to somebody. By your faith, a lot of money. Here, I see a large bag of money coming to somebody in the name of Jesus. You will never be a beggar. You will never be a borrower. You will not beg people. You will not borrow from people. Because the Lord thy God is a faith. It is your victory. Let faith speak for you. Let faith fight for you. Let faith be your weapon. Let faith be your key. Let your faith fight for you. In the name of Jesus. Say faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Clap your hands for Jesus. As you stand onto your feet. This afternoon. Your faith. Oh, your faith is your victory. Your faith is your victory. Your faith is your victory. Oh, the art of hearing. Hearing and hearing. 
hearing by the word of God hearing by the word of God so your faith will come so your key will come so your weapon will come the weapon to overcome the world it comes by your faith and your faith it comes by hearing oh Jesus Amen. Lord we are grateful Amen. we thank you for your word Amen. we thank you Lord Amen. we thank you for your word we thank you for the hunger. Amen. We thank you for the test. We thank you for your word. Amen. We give you glory. Amen. We give you honor. Amen. It's a transformed church. Amen. A church that hungers after the word of God. A church taste after your word. Amen. A children that taste after your word. Lord, we are transformed and we are changed. Amen. And we will hunger and test for your word. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We give you glory. Amen. We give you honor. In Jesus. Amen. Now with all eyes closed. And every head bow. You are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You are saying. Pastor pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my savior. First you need the salvation. You are saying. Pastor pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Savior. I want to give my life to Jesus. If that is you, wherever you are, just lift up your hand. You want to receive Jesus as your Savior. You say, Pastor, I want to be born again. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hand. Is there anyone else? You want to receive Jesus as your Savior? Is there anyone else? You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Savior. I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my heart today today i want to welcome jesus into my heart i see your hand i see your hand is there anyone else you are saying pastor pray with me pray with me i need this faith i need this jesus i want a hunger i want to receive jesus as my savior is there anyone else anyone else anyone else do not leave this place he is ready to impact your life he's ready to fill your life with that faith he's ready is ready is there anyone here like that anyone else you want to join them you want to join them if you have lifted up your hand i want you to take one bold step come to me here come to me it is a great walk that you have ever walking if you have lifted up your hand just join me here i just want to pray with you oh jesus yes oh, today too late if you are here you want to join them come forward come forward yes yes welcome brother yes is there anyone else you want to join them you want to join them you want to join them anyone else you feel in your heart if you are to die today you are not certain of where you are going but jesus he wants to impact you he wants to impact your life anyone else oh jesus I want you to lift up your right hand and say this after me say Lord Jesus all of you say Lord Jesus thank you for dying for me this afternoon I come before you with a heart of repentance please forgive me please cleanse me please wash me with your blood I believe you are the son of God I believe you died for my sins believe you rose again on the third day Lord Jesus I welcome you into my heart Lord Jesus be my Lord be my master be my Savior 
Please write my name. Please write my name. Say my name is. And mention your name to Jesus. Say write my name. In the book of life. Thank you Jesus. For saving me. In Jesus name. Amen. Father I am thankful and grateful. For these wonderful people. That have come before you. I pray Lord. May you build a hedge around these ones. Father, let not the enemy have a hand in their lives. In the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that you will build in their hearts a hunger for your word. A thirst for your word. A desire for your word. And Lord, as a hunger and thirst after your word, may you fill them with a faith that will keep them alive. For your word says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And Lord, your word says, they just shall live by faith. May their faith cause them to live in the name of Jesus. And I pray, oh God, may you do a new thing in their lives this day in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by this timely and powerful message. We invite you to join us on Sunday afternoons for our Duel of Heaven service and Tuesday evenings for our Word Power service. For more messages by Reverend Bright and Kuma, please subscribe to the QFC Bronx North podcast or contact us at 929-247-0738. Stay blessed.